Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport. Yeah. This is episode 25. 25, season RS. 5. 25, season 5, man. Yeah. Two weeks have I passed. Am. I have to say, two weeks away kind of feels like a year away. Yeah, and it's I feel a little like weird. It, it's a little weird. It, should, it, should be, it almost feels like something that we shouldn't be doing. But let's not, weird, let's not talk that into existence. Because sometimes... Yeah, you, bro, I'm telling you, bro. Need breaks like the ones that we have. Absolutely, had it, doesn't, it doesn't happen all the time. So usually, maybe one of us is not there, or like, but never not both. So, yeah. but now it feels it feels good that we're locked in, man. Of course, to your left is Jeff, to your right is Mark. Yeah, we are at the end of the regular season of the NBA, and there is it. a lot yeah. that we have to talk about going into this week because this week is solid playing tournaments. This weekend is mm-hmm. solid. NBA playoff yes, talk yes. that we have to dive into because now that the end of the regular season is over. Trey Young said that this regular season could end up being boring sometimes. <laughs> Fans can say hey, that man. this regular season could we end up being a that. little bit long. We need that, man. Let's hey, shorten this shit, man. The athlete experience is something that I think should be really considered when it comes to this. Us as fans, we could talk about this all throughout the entire season. And thankfully, we've had 24 incredible episodes leading up to tonight. Absolutely. And the playing games that we have tonight. But there are things that Adam Silver is going to want to consider within uh, next season. The following seasons that he has to deal with. But we're going to talk about Adam Silver a little bit later in the episode. You and me. We got plenty of silver, man. You and me, we got a little bit of catching up to do, I will say. Yeah, How's bro. it been? Two weeks away. Hey, man. Mondays Mondays were weird, man. You know? Mondays, Monday, uh, Mondays were weird. Last Monday were, was weird? They were weird, man. You know? So, but yeah, everything is, you know, we riding out, man. And the league's been fun. I'm glad we're at the tail end, though, because I am kind of like over the regular season myself. So, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously, you know, the Timberwolves having uh, uh, something to fight for, too, so. Obviously, you know, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to do it. This is hey, super exciting for me. Like The smile on Jeff's face oh, is kind of similar to the smile that I've had, well, probably two years ago or so. Mm. I really don't want to touch too much on 2020. There's a lot of people talking about 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. first time since the beginning of RSPN, season one, yeah. that Jeff and I both have playoff aspirations. And that's mostly my fault. Expectations. It's, well, I mean, it was mostly on Jeff Fans. Mostly, yes. mostly, mostly Terminal's fault. Mostly, sure. mostly on Jeff Fans, yes. I want to make sure I don't dive into too many big words this time. Um, shout out to Cyrus. He made sure <laughs> to drill in my head that epitome is not epitome. My apologies yeah, to yeah, everybody that we will get your ass. Live, it, live on the timeline as well. Is it, is it not? Doesn't it not look like epitome, though? I, I mean, honestly I, speaking. I would, I would agree. I would agree. That's just a, 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 ter- a terrible way to hide my embarrassment. Um, but yes, these two weeks have been very interesting. End of the NBA regular season is now here. Uh, apologies to those that were anticipating the Twitch stream. Uh, a lot of things that happened in Dallas. Yeah, you know, uh, you know. Going forward after that in the past week, I might have had a little bit too much dip on my chips. <laughs> had, to get, had to get some things in order. Mark um, texted me. He's like, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro. <laughs> as soon as Jeff gets the look, man, I was like, he already. <laughs> I swear, I was like, you know what? It is what it is, bro. I feel you, man. You know? He already, he already, he already knows what's coming. It's but thankfully, good, we have some, we have some amazing things to premiere this week. Yes, um, yes. Within sure. the RNC Radio family, those were worked done throughout the weekend. So Jeff and I will definitely be on Twitch throughout the NBA yeah, playoffs. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. We'll find a date. We'll find a date that we can actually make sure that we. Um, 
can do that. Apparently, it's a new season of NBA 2K, season six. I have not is, is that wanted to dive. Yeah, I went into the park like one time. It's downloaded. I, like, I do have it currently. So you didn't delete it? No, I saw. Well, I did, but I got. I did it, you know, in preparation for like what we were supposed to do. So it's mm-hmm. there, though. I left it because, and also, I was like, well, playoffs is here. Maybe I want to run a little association and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, it's there. So all 200 gigabytes are still there is what you're saying. It's there. It's there. Okay. I had to take some shit off, but it's on there. Well, it's going to make it a whole lot easier because there are many different games that we have to talk about this week to set our playoff picture. Even though yeah. we have, God, for the most part, had this sandstone outside like 70% of a few maybe. couple of things. We maybe. officially have our second seed, our third seed, our fourth in the East. The West mm-hmm. was a little bit more solid. That is now completely set in mm-hmm. stone and everything is. is now exciting yeah yeah it all it all starts to make sense now and we can stop talking about these teams uh maybe getting in and you know we're done with that we can just move on and uh yeah let's let's really get to it because postseason is what we've been waiting on for sure i know everybody else is waiting man. yeah the twist the twist thing kind of worked in our benefit it kind of stopped us from giving takes a bit too early now that everything <laughs> is set i know shout out to chris chris had said oh i can't wait for the twitch because i need certain slander of certain teams yeah, you because you're only gonna get that on the Twitch. Uh, well, you know? well, yeah, yes, We're not you would. Too crazy on here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to hashtag. I, I hate that hashtag. Save it for the Patreon is always something that's a little bit different. Yeah, but right, right, right. I didn't want to be like, no, nah, let's save it for next week's episode. Let's save it nah, for next yeah, week's yeah, episode. Nah. Y'all don't want y'all don't want me behind like a Patreon paywall. Lord knows what I might say. <laughs> <laughs> I might go on a whole rant about just some player I don't like that week. Right? <laughs> so what we'll do? So what we'll do instead? Yeah. Is we're gonna say we're gonna give some fair goodbyes to teams that do not get to join Jeff and I this week in That's our playoff good. chase. Our chase. What's the what's the word they're actually using for it? Uh, the chase for glory. Chase for history. Chasing history. Oh, chasing history. I believe is the NBA playoff slogan this year. But there are a couple of teams that don't get to join us. Yeah. So shout out to the Orlando Magic. Worst woo walk that I've ever seen in TV <laughs> history. Oh man, call it. Call but it's like completely it. okay. I'm sure you're going to be held down in uh, draft time. The Detroit Pistons, plenty of good K talk. I think Pistons yeah. fans are probably not that upset this year. Yeah, no, I like the Pistons, man. I hope they get better. I think the league will be better with them good. So, yeah, bring it on, man. Indiana has been a little bit of a challenging team to follow this year. Obviously, you had one of the bigger uh, trade deadline storylines as <laughs> just shakes his hand into the camera. They're okay. <laughs> like Sean Price of the Indiana Pacers. Hey, man, I don't know. They're just like, you know, uh, Pacers, man. They can be good, though. They got some. They need some more time. Washington Wizards had some fun times this Shout season. Coos. Shout Coos. Shout out to the Wizards fans that have been on the timeline. They've been very well represented. The Porzingis trade was actually yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. he balling. Beal stuff is going to have to continue for another year. It's going to make me want to throw up, but it's <laughs> it's completely okay. Yeah. And lastly, the Knickerbockers of New York <laughs> City, New York. I have no hate in my heart. It was a fun. It was a fun season for the Knicks. I'm hey, sure. Man, they worked hard in a lot of games. In the majority of games, I think they just got the bad end of uh, some of these, man. But yeah, you know, uh, shout out the Knicks, man. There's a lot of Knicks fans who listen to the show, so I really don't Nick. have anything negative to say either. Like, I mean. Nick fans are going to be battling about Tom Thibodeau throughout these next couple of months. And going I was right season. about Julius Randle, though. So there's that. <laughs> the, the, what, the, the, the flame contract, out? Contract year. Contract year. Julius, <laughs> man. Never fails, man. Never fails. Although although he's had some he's had some uh, some really good games. And shout out to Obi on that 40-point game. He beat oh, yeah. the fuck out the other day. He had Dang. a great game. I can't, I can't not shout it out because that was phenomenal. Quickly 
Topping young guys are holding it down. That's what a lot of Knicks yeah. fans want to see. But well. they will not. Be, they will not be able to join us in chasing history. Now, right, yeah. favorite moments from the Western Conference. Let's go to the West. Uh, let's go to the West. Houston Rockets. Um, you know, it was a little bit hey, late. Man. It was a little bit late. But the Jalen Green train. They're exciting. It's kind of taking off right They're now. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if buying stock yet. I don't know if buying a ticket yet. He's but, fun to watch. He's fun to watch. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a little yeah. bit excited. It was a little late, though, for the year. <laughs> yeah, it's completely bit. okay. Oklahoma City. Um, hey, man. Just just, just move, man. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, just, hashtag just move for the uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hey, man. Uh, any, anything positive to say about Josh Giddy, the youngest, what is it, the youngest player now that has a triple-double? That's cool. I mean, that's cool. Hashtag that's cool for Josh Giddy. Um, the Portland Trail Blazers. You and I just roll our eyes. Yeah, I ain't got shit to say about that. Every bro. time, I'm not. I have no. Nothing. I have no more slander left in my heart. This, I got this, nothing to say about that. Let's rip the band. Let's rip the bandaid off, man. Uh, Sacramento Kings again. Pacers Kings, one of the bigger stories yeah. of the season. Felt uh, like things no. were getting a little bit better for the Sacramento Kings as they maybe had the chance to sneak into the play in just very close, but then they do the Sacramento Kings thing, lose very close games. Yeah, and uh, get a little bit of frustration, and of course, Alvin Gentry now out as the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. So they're going to be also be looking for a new head coach. That's it. That's it in the West. Uh, well, there actually is, you know, one. Uh, more. I feel like missing somebody. <laughs> there, there actually is. There actually is one more, and I can't. I can't. I have to. I have to make sure that I say it. Nah, bro. I mean, the Lakers. Uh, LeBron had a great season, man. LeBron had a great season. He's legendary. So you know, that's all I got. Is that all we got? Shit show. Outside is that, of that all we got? I wanna yeah. I wanna make sure that we time it this time. I wanna make sure that we time it this what's, time. What's my man's name? Uh Reeves. Hashtag what's my man's name is probably What's my man's name? Reeves? A big sum up of the 2021, 2022. Yeah, baller though. I don't want to be You don't wanna <laughs> you wanna start it off with what's my man's name <laughs> is definitely is definitely disrespectful. But I'm a young have, player, man. He's a young player, man. I might even have to top that because even though I don't want to be well, here's the thing about disrespect. Disrespect comes, I feel, from a little bit less truth and a little bit more slander and mm-hmm. lies. I feel like there's gonna be more truth here <coughs> than I would say slander and lies. When okay. I say this, I'm going to say that I am not going to give the Los Angeles Lakers too much time of our very precious, Whoa. very mm-hmm. allotted RSPN hour here on the RSC radio. We Network. have to speak on it a little bit. So I'm only going to give the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm going to time this right now with my phone. That's an I'm iPhone 17 right there, y'all. I'm giving y'all, can't them, see, I'm giving, y'all can't see it, but it's an iPhone 17. I'm giving them seven minutes. No more than seven minutes. And I'm going to even ask. We don't, hey, we don't do timers over here in RSPN, so this hey, is. Hey, Siri, count down from seven minutes. Yes, master. She would never talk to me like that. Okay. Starting now. Okay. So, Los Angeles Lakers, you only get a portion of RSPN. You are going to have media going crazy, (laughs) television going crazy for the entire week. Not here because we have plenty of basketball for people that are actually contending for the NBA playoffs to do so. So, you're probably only going to get about, what is it, seven minutes, usually an hour. What's that, like a, a... I hate to do Steiner math here. Like a sixth. Okay. <laughs> like a sixth. You're only getting like a sixth of RSPN this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, might even be. It might even be lower. Let's say. Let's say. Let's. You know what? Let's we got the, the, the starting monologue is three minutes. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so let's, <say> really. <laughs> let's just say an eighth. 
because I, I feel like I feel like the a, a, a eighth is a very accurate representation of the 2021 2022 Lakers. Damn, an eighth, an eighth of mid. The eighth of I, I didn't say an eighth of mid. Oh, I thought that's where you were going did, with that. I thought did, you were trying to hit us. It, with it. <laughs> it did hit pretty strong on Sunday. I will I will say it did hit pretty strong on Sunday. I don't know if it was mid or not. All right, man. Look, bro. So you know, obviously it's been a shit show for the Lakers, right? But I'm I mean, if I'm a Lakers fan, I'm still a little worried on the future, and I, I only say that because. You got to figure out how much, like how many games LeBron can actually play in a whole season and how many games AD can play in a season and be realistic about it and then fill your roster around that issue. Mm-hmm. And I think as far as like paying players or whatever you're looking for, whether it's another superstar you're trying to bring in or if you're just trying to get the role players together and just make sure everyone's healthy and go for a run. But they just, obviously we'll see who the you know coaching situation ends up being, but I don't know, man. It was a shit show. And if you're looking for if you're looking for sympathy from Frank Frank Vogel here, you're not going to find it here. The Heat Pacers series is still very deeply instilled into my brain. (laughs) I still have a lot of bad memories from having to hear about Roy Hibbert's verticality. There's no sympathy from Frank Vogel here. There were many times where he was mismanaging the team. If you were watching the games, he mismanaged the teams a few times, few weird lineups. I'm just saying it happened. So yeah, he he's got to be to blame. Somebody got to go down. I think we mentioned it was going to be Frank regardless. And then I think the Westbrook thing will play itself out as well this summer. But, yeah, you know, Lakers, man. What can you do, right? Can't live with him. Can't live without him, no. Unfortunately, that is the line for the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA. You can't live with them and you can't live without them because even as they don't fight for an NBA championship, we are going to be talking about this drama and this bullshit (laughs) all fucking weak and there's no reason so much so to the point that people are now bringing up a kevin durant quote from three years ago which which one was it when i heard it initially i did not find anything wrong with it because there is a truth that comes to these things with playing with lebron james it's not slanderous they're not they're not they're not envious of one another they're not looking at each other with a side eye. They were just on TV a couple of months ago laughing about trade deadline and picking all of their teams. But there is a truth about the challenges of playing on a team with LeBron James on it. These media members can bury a player, which, again, before he made it to Los Angeles, was already on, not necessarily on ice, but he got his good amount of critique from NBA players, sure. from Rockets fans, from sure. Wizards fans, I'm sure, from Thunder fans, if Thunder fans felt a way about Russell Westbrook. But these things change when you play with LeBron James, so much so that you get the quotes that you get yesterday with Russell Westbrook <laughs> saying, hey, nobody told me let me be me. That was yeah. all cap. Yeah. All of the shit that you are going to see for these next couple of months is going to outrank the playing talk that we have yeah. to do for people that fight for a fucking NBA championship. Yeah, it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a mess because they they do they want that. I mean, it's it is a hot you know talking topic as far as the Lakers is concerned because we don't know what they're gonna look like in the future, and I think the mystery of that is like overwhelming for like reporters and journalists not to speak about it. And like they want to speak about it because they're just like they're so eager to know how this story ends or how it begins again or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's ridiculous, bro. But let that be the future. I don't want to talk about the Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers for thirty fucking minutes. Yeah. You think I want to read another shitty Anthony Davis quote? Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't want to hear I, about I'm, it. I'm actually tired of just like OGs even talking about Bron and like his legacy or we like. We know thirty points was amazing, bro. 
Come on, great. Man. Almost got the scoring title. Wow, Come you're on, a second. Bro. You're about to chase Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Things that people could not even anticipate, could not even fathom of yeah. seeing we a decade it. ago. This we is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing, but there is a lot of drama. People are going to be going up for Frank Vogel. People are going to be going up for Russell Westbrook and whether or not the Lakers organization and Rob Palenka should have done the things they did and what happened about LeBron James. Was LeBron James so quiet and Anthony Davis thinks <laughs> that the Suns got fucking lucky and I have to talk with LeBron and say, oh, I wonder what happened before we fight for another NBA championship. Enough. Yeah, yeah Enough. because you know, you know what, man? Let's just, at least for you and I, because this is it. Like after today, unless something absolutely it. massive happens, I mean, it would have to be massive for us to speak on it again. But this is it. We go into playoff mode. It's the last time you got here. Unless Westbrook say when I see LeBron, I'm a bag him in his shit. The first, the first that thing I see crazy. him. We are not talking. Which, which we can't say that won't happen. We don't know yet. <laughs> so let's just sit tight and let's see how everything goes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about LeBron. Like, like Le- LeBron Curry on the shop got like two or three oh days. Oh, my God, bro. It Who did, Who cares? Bro. I sent you the link. I was like, what's this nigga talking about, bro? Why he do this? I want to talk about teams he that have the Bronny, ability. And that would have been it. I want to talk about teams that have the ability to fight for an NBA championship. Let the Los Angeles Lakers rest. Let them do whatever they need to Damn, do. I, I thought you were about to say rest in piss. Rest in piss. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. I already I said the pack. I already said the pack was strong. Good man, I'm glad. Bro. I, I don't need you and Cam strong. like clashing like that on the timeline. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've. It's, it's not sexy for business, you know. I've, I've nudged Cam a little <laughs> bit in text. He is. <laughs> nah, y'all, y'all be hilarious. Y'all be killing me, bro. What Cam like? Cam what did he say? Cam is, Cam is going to come with my downfall one, one way or another. What do you say? This is going to be a very bad time within this next weekend if um if this ends up playing unfairly for the Miami Heat. But no. technically, I've got another week off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've got another. This is, te- this is technically my this is technically my yeah. third week off. We got we got to fight. We got to fight a little bit. We got to fight a little bit. I got to wait. Our bit. Oh, it's been oh, it's been seven minutes. Excuse me. Oh, well, minutes. all right, Lakers. It's been real, man. See you next season. Just 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 enough. Enough, man. Enough. It's going to it con- continue tonight. They're going to talk about it on TNT tonight. Mm. And I'm not saying don't talk about one of the most storied franchises in the league. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Seven minutes past. Seven minutes past. Yeah, let's just move on, bro. Seven minutes past. Let's See, we're, all, we're already struggling trying to. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not giving you 10 minutes. You're staying at an eighth. You're staying at an eighth, LA. All right. Oh, my God. Now, we got plenty to talk about tonight. Two yeah. games tonight. Two games tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Two games on Friday night. We have yeah. a Thursday that's actually off. Yeah, that, which is nice. Give us that. But this is very big. And before we do so, I think before we jump in, I think the play-in conversation in itself is something mm-hmm. that we have revisited. Yeah. In its initial stage, in the year after that, and now we have technically the third year of this with the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. There have been some people that have been up on it. There's some people that have been down on it. Yeah. But let's talk uh, Adam Silver <clears throat> shining light to a report that's been years in the making with yeah. in-season tournaments. Because we have talked about <laughs> in-season tournaments. I would I mean, like to say. We, we called it maybe like three seasons ago. Yeah. Like season two, we had brought up the yeah. idea of it. And you had specifically brought up the idea of it as well. To get a little bit more towards the Premier League and more yeah. towards some worldwide sports who enjoy these type of in-season tournaments I that think, don't make everything about the top, top championship. 
Yeah, I know most people are going to look at it from like, oh, everything is finances and trying to make more money off the product and the players are going to be more, you know, but I do think that there is a really good side to it. And that is maybe more profit to a, a basketball team that really needs it, you know, who wins a, a midseason tournament and gets a lot of, you know, attention from maybe free agency or, you know, those type of things, just having like a, a winning mentality, even if it is like a midseason tournament can help your your game and free agency tremendously. You know what I'm saying? Because at least you have something to build on and show players like, you know, yeah, you know, maybe we got kicked out of the second round or the first round of playoffs, but we did win the end season tournament. We are, you know, we are trying to establish, uh, you know, a winning mentality and you got something to put on that. Plus, you know, yeah, obviously it's going to be good for the league financially because we're all going to watch whatever mm-hmm. it kind of like decides. But I'm not going to step away from this whole figuring out the lottery, you know, with, you know, the teams that didn't make the playoffs and a, and a no, whole nother playing tournament. You know, uh, just let them let them literally play ball for the picks. I mean, that I don't know. Be. I mean, to me, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you fix tanking, uh, you know, the situation changes. You know, you got to win the tournament, the number one pick. Mm-hmm. And you're not you're not giving like the Boston Celtics or the Miami Heat or, uh, you know, the Bucks an option to do this. They're in the, they're in the playoffs. You know, they, they don't have an option for this. So mm-hmm. you just let the teams that clearly need it, who didn't make the playoffs, get an opportunity to get a get a lottery pick. But anyways, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm all in on a midseason tournament as long as it doesn't like affect player health. And they need to shorten the season, I think, to really make this work. But yeah, Adam Silver had talked about it with Kevin Garnett on Showtime. Let's uh, play the audio if you didn't hear it. One of them we're talking about right now is an in-season tournament. And I would say they're taking a page from European soccer. They have, you know, club competitions. Like Champions League. Champions League, exactly, where um, you have clubs from other leagues playing each other. But even within a league, Mm. you have separate cups, sometimes multiple cups. Now, what we're trying to do here is don't want to take anything away from the Larry O'Brien trophy. You know, you have one. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, winning a championship. But... We don't see any reason why there can't be something else you play for as well. Mm. And so we're experimenting with this notion that in season, maybe there are. Can we talk, can we talk about that? I mean, I, yeah, just stop it because I, I, swear, the garden. Mm. I swear, bro. Like, I literally said this three years ago on this show. <laughs> and it's blowing my mind that he's like, oh, yeah, they do it in the Champions League and Premier League. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just think it's like, it gives the sport something like, it just gives the sport, I think, in, in the future. You could even look in 10, 10 years down the road. Maybe they do a tournament with teams in Spain. You know, yeah. you just never know what you can do. Like, I just feel like it's important, especially with the African League that's starting. Like, yeah, if you want to make basketball international, which it is, but I mean on a, like a competitive level, mm. NBA has to be the leading figure in that. And I think this would be a great way to do it in time. But, yeah, man, Adam is funny, man. It's almost like he definitely listens to the show and he just wrote <laughs> that down in his notepad. And he's like, I'm bringing it up this year. I told you he was a fan now. It was like word for word, bro. Like, I literally, like, we spoke about this shit, like, a few years ago. But, yeah, it's cool. That's what's Let's up. Some games that count for cup, cup competition, but are also count for regular season standings. And then you get down to maybe the final eight teams, and then they play a single elimination tournament. Oh, wow. And talk about innovation. You know, in the All-Star game the last few years, it was Chris Paul's idea. We've been using that so-called Elam ending where there's a target score yes, in order to win. Yes, yes. Like maybe we'll change up these games a little bit and use score. a target score. Wow. What draws fans in particular, I mean, there are you know passionate fans like yourself who want to see preseason, want to see regular season. They're looking for different things at all times. But then there's a casual fan that wants a game of consequence. And I'm take college basketball. No doubt there are a lot of fans who aren't paying that much attention to college regular season. 
Come the tournament, mm. they're all in. Right. Another group of fans. Final Four, right. I'm in. Oh, it's the championship game Monday night. Everybody, yeah. You know, hey, they can play the song me. at the end. <laughs> like I'm like Shut now I'm a big fan. Yeah. So right. now I think here to me, if it, tradition, new traditions aren't created overnight. Because right. some people said to me, "Well, who's going to care? Who wins that?" I said, "Okay, well, that's that's not going to happen. Maybe the first time around. You know, will there be incentives to win? Sure." It's a business. Yeah. You know, there could be financial incentives yeah. too. And the cup at the end of the day, right. you, win, you, you know, win the trophy. And I, and I think that not a substitute for winning the Larry O'Brien trophy, but I call it the Stern Cup after David Stern, oh, for example. I'd love to find a way, other ways to honor him, but let's say it were the Stern Cup. I think it could, we could create a new tradition that could be really special in this league. It's easy money, bro. Easy money, bro. I mean, I just, yeah. It's it's a perfect idea. Again, we spoke about it a few years ago, and uh, I'm I'm glad it's being like worked on or whatever. But I know there's going to be some backlash to it because probably from players and fans, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think it, you know things do take time to become like a tradition or popular or like that's cool, you know. So yeah, I mean, it worried us at the beginning of the season because. COVID was still a little bit more of an uh, yeah, uncertainty yeah. than what it are you is thinking now. About another tournament, yeah. It's a little bit more calm now as far as health and safety protocols, but we wanted to make sure that everybody's health is in order, everybody's injuries are in order, because there mm-hmm. was a point in time where we were losing a lot of people, that we didn't want to entertain too much of an in-season tournament. We said, yo, let's just get the 2022 season, uh, wrap it yeah. up nicely, a get it correct. A clear year without exactly. too many crazy shenanigans. No asterisks, COVID. anything yeah. wild. yeah. And then we'll talk about an in-season tournament afterward. But thankfully... Because yeah, next season shouldn't be about COVID. It's at least the, temper- the temperature seems that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's hope not. I don't know what type of shit could come out in this Never world know. and mm-hmm. something fucks up and now we got a whole new variant that we have to worry about and then it fucks up sports. Let's pray to God <laughs> that that doesn't happen. But yeah. as of now, they can entertain more of these in-season tournament conversations or anything else that would spice up the league because truthfully end of the day it's all about advancement of your sport evolution that makes sense whether it's dollars or actual literal sense as well because these are the few people that have to worry about advancing the nba on that level we as fans can talk about whatever the hell we want on whether or not it's enjoyable whether or not we like watching it or not because we're we're taking care of that monetary perspective from our views so we're watching the nba and we're like well if they do this, not really heavily, heavily invested, but when the playoffs mm. come, I'm going to be blah, 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 because I love right. to see what happens with the Larry O'Brien trophy, and boom, boom, who wins the NBA championship, yada, yada, yada. Mm. That is more of the conversational piece that I think Adam Silver has to think of when doing a lot of these things. Him sure. entertaining the fact that he would call the Stern Cup is great. <clears throat> um, I think he is looking for a purpose on what this in-season tournament would be, because... You know, from a monetary perspective, everybody's rich. Unless you're looking at the rookies that want to make a little bit more money, everybody's yeah. rich. So I don't know if in season tournament, in season tournament with a monetary, uh, it's gotta. I think I, I do. I, I just feel like it has to come with like, you know, it has to come with implications of like your the future of the franchise. I mean, yeah, yeah. giving them, giving them a trophy is one thing, and that mattering is one thing, but. Mm-hmm. It's gotta, it's gotta mean something in your in your off season. It's gotta mean something for your front office for it to make sense. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as he figures that out, I think it'll be a, a smooth idea. But it's yeah, it's just gotta have some value to it, or this is just gonna be more basketball, and which could lead to more injuries as well. So mm-hmm. especially playing in like high pressure situations, you know, I mean, you don't want to get hurt in the middle of a season during a mid season tournament. 
without mm-hmm. a proper break getting back to the regular season, right? So I don't know. That's just my thought process. Yeah, it's it's importance will grow. Obviously, the the inaugural season of this, whatever the playing tournament will be, is probably going to be a good amount of excitement, like Adam had said. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to see what happens with the first, but then going down the line within the next couple of years, within the next decade, what is its legacy going to be? Calling yeah. it the Stern Cup is great. I think you have a great idea of it, you know, determining who gets positioning in these draft picks and having be a whole lot less lottery. We don't have to worry about teams and who rigged the lottery and yada, yada, yada. We don't got to talk about the Pelicans. We talked about the Pelicans for the past decade in the lottery. The Cavs, we talked about the Cavs for the past decade in the lottery. The Knicks. Hey, bro, think about it. Cavs, even Knicks. Pelicans, they would have been a great midseason tournament team, right? You know, yeah. like when, by the time they caught on, that's not a team you would have wanted to play. Even mm-hmm. us, even the Timberwolves, for that matter. You know, I think there's a. It would have been a fun just environment to like build upon. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a good idea. It's a it's a really good idea. I would you say when the playing tournament was announced, it was fairly looked at in a negative way. The thing with the playing tournament think, was we had more people not liking it than like fucking with it and now we're just like okay cool i'm with it yeah as of now i feel like the playing tournament cemented that it's it's not going anywhere like for for, like uh, it's been successful enough in that 2020 season that Mm -hmm. we now have enough of a pool to look at and say okay works here it'll definitely be okay for further seasons even though we did have our critiques this year on what happens when a team like the minnesota timberwolves is 10 games ahead of your ninth and your 10th seed that becomes a little bit problematic to say yes minnesota you have to fight for your position in the nba playoffs those things i feel like can be hammered out they could find some type of thing to fix that (laughs) but the excitement about the play-in was pretty evident in 2020 Mm-hmm. Maybe 2021 it wasn't very favored because certain players, certain teams that's the, only the importance of the only being reason. in the playing tournament. 2022, yeah. obviously, it gets teams that we have talked about throughout the entire season to entertain them being a seventh or an eighth seed to play some pretty strong one or two seeds in the Eastern and the Western Conference. So although it is not as loud as it was last year, I think they have enough from the playing tournament to say, you know what, let's get let's let's get nice again. Let's 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 throw some shit to the wall. Yeah. See what happens with this playing tournament. Even though we do it with All Star Game and All Star Game, you know, it's a little bit less it's a little bit less of a kickback of shit doesn't work out because you can always yeah. just change all-star game next year completely delete whatever you did last year <laughs> they make sure the dunk contest or any other things they add to the all-star game and it doesn't really matter it gets a little bit more eyes on it though if it is something that you are adding to the actual regular season of the nba so for them to do yeah. this in season tournament or this mid-season tournament you want to make sure that it's correct before you do it oh uh, bro i mean you gotta shorten the you gotta shorten the regular season you can't have them play 82 and then a whole tournament in between. And I don't sure. know if – I mean, is it, also, I mean, is every team involved in this tournament? Is it cut off based by how many loot, like how many L's you have at that moment or how many mm-hmm. W's you have at that moment? I mean, we don't know. And that's obviously like stuff that we're nobody's going to know except for, you know, Adam. But I just uh, – I think it can be done correct. And I think eventually it will be just something that we just – we deal with it and we're like okay yeah that's cool like that's something it's another talking point i think it's, mm-hmm. it is good for business obviously but i think it's good for fans too players will have to have their say because you know obviously playing time and stretches mm-hmm. and things like that like you know you gotta you gotta get that shit figured out and then they can't just leave something so stressful to win a cup or a, a final of some sort and then go back into the regular season yeah you know they need some time off <laughs> you know so i don't know man 
it'll work out though. It's cool. And I think lessening games will definitely make these games more important. Obviously, you're never going to have a 16 game NFL season where nah. every single game that you have is do or die, and yeah, very important. two losses could change your entire season. Obviously, the NBA is never going to get that low as far as games. Yeah, Even the 66 yeah. game a decade ago was pretty, um, not necessarily problematic, but it was controversial. On mm-hmm. 66 games, we're cutting out a good amount of the regular season. What does that indicate for playoffs? Does it have an asterisk? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like if you take, thought about a decade ago. They want, they want to make the game shorter, I mean, but if you give them – 60 something they complain about something else and you keep it at 82 it mm-hmm. just i don't know man we got to find a medium there but that's really on the players though i feel like i feel like i don't know man i feel like fans really shouldn't have a i mean whatever you know i don't know where can have an official well, say but well uh, yeah i yeah i think i think fans won't have an official say but definitely you know what I mean. we are the ones like, that help you know promote this with our eyes with our viewership and if I it's just something want the that players to be feel like you know they're healthy enough to go through however many games oh, and absolutely. play other stuff that's really mm-hmm. all uh you know because we've seen some injuries to players that you know we don't want to see yeah you know so but i do trust the league to be able to pull off this mid-season tournament but we'll have to see what yeah, happens yeah, within these next sure. couple of years on how it is implemented the good thing is at least today between you and i again mm-hmm. I'll do the second time in our span history we both have our playoff hopes alive yeah it's already being deemed the most exciting game of the play-in. Happens tonight. Minnesota yes. Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. Second game of our play-in doubleheader tonight on mm-hmm. TNT. I want to ask you something, though. Yeah. So, we've talked a lot about Anthony Edwards. We've talked a lot about D'Angelo Russell. And, of course, we've talked about your favorite and mine, the material boy, Carl Anthony yeah. Towns. Yeah, man. Yeah. This trio helped make major improvements to this team since 2018. 2018 was very bad for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, (laughs) Two of their only times within this, um, since the year 2000 that they have been in the, oh, no, not since the year 2000, excuse me. Second time in at least a decade almost that they have been within the NBA playoffs. And uh, first one was bad, got banged by the Rockets on their way to to make their way to. It was tough to feel bad about that one, you know. Exactly. They were, Rockets were something else there. There was something else that year. But. Exactly. But now it's a night and day difference between the 2018 Timberwolves and the 2022 yeah. Timberwolves. I want yeah. to ask you, what's made you the most happy watching I'm confident. the this season? Is it confidence? No, I'm saying I'm confident. That's what the oh, difference is. That's oh. so crazy. <laughs> but no, um, you know, I, I feel like they actually want to be there. You know, you always get to a point where you're like, oh, you're a superstar. Where you're a superstar from? You know, you go check the, oh, he's from New York. He's from New Jersey. He's from, oh, okay. Yeah, great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get there at some point. Like, you just start thinking, like, what could happen? Especially when you're losing games consistently. Yeah. Um, and you got a player that good. You know, you don't want the player to, like, I mean, obviously you want the player to stay. But when they reach a certain, like, pinnacle in their success or in their game, like, they want to win. Mm. So that's number one. I think just winning, they're happier. Um. And that's just because Cat's happier. So if Cat's mm-hmm. happier, I think the whole team's gonna be happy because he's obviously the cornerstone. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'll say is Anthony Edwards. I feel like Ant has brought a different energy to the locker room. Like he has a similar job ja Morant type of like at least like the, the vibe, the game, you know, the attitude, the the you know, the flair in meetings, like the carefreeness of just being a young, gifted, talented player. Mm. Um so yeah, that's incredible. Uh, we did we did give coach an extension. I saw that, so I, I can't. I'm not. I have my thoughts on that, but 
you know, we're going to, we're, you know, we're fighting the, for the playoffs. I'm not going to like make a big deal. I don't want to like drag this nigga or nothing like that. So congratulations <laughs> to that. You know what I'm saying? But I do think at some point to really get to that point, we'll have to uh, maybe look into some other options. But anyways, um, but yeah, I just feel like they want to be there, man. I feel like they're happy um, winning games, going on streaks, you know, winning back to backs, like things that are just like really important for like mm-hmm. psychologically winning games. Like, you know, you're going to take a L. It's the NF, it's the NBA. So you're going to yeah. lose games. But I think going on proper streaks and then maybe losing two after winning six, four is, is you know, you can manage that. You can move on. So they definitely have confidence and they're playing like real basketball. I mean, some of the best defense I've seen us play. I mean, <laughs> in a, decent in a amount long of time. time, bro. In a long time. So uh, we, we've had, we had some good offensive games back with, I'll never forget a nice, Kevin Love game winner on the Clippers some years ago. I keep reminiscing to that. It was past from Ricky Rubish. It was a beautiful, you know, like those mm-hmm. are those are good days. We had some we used to be able to keep up from points, but defensively we're just awful. So Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm actually like I'm excited, man. It, it's nice to have like confidence in your team. Uh and be like, okay, well, you guys had a good season. And they've had a good enough season to where if, you know, if things don't go our way. I think there's still so much to build on. You know, there's so much optimism. And that's like the most important situation mm-hmm. going into this, no matter what happens. But yeah, we, we need to compete and we need to push through and get to the next round for sure. I will say that these types of things for Minnesota almost changed after the month of you November remember? and the things that they had with the season series with the Los Angeles Clippers. Wolves played LA three times in November and they were all L's. They were all L's. They were even all though, L's, bro. Even though D'Angelo Russell was missing for two of the three, LA had a pretty decent list of people that were missing at that point. Yeah, in yeah. Time. They Paul just George, they had our numbers. Had yeah, our numbers. exactly. Paul George wasn't out yet. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard is was well, out then, mm-hmm. still is out <laughs> now. Not yeah. sure if we're going to see him at better all. better stay out. Within this, <laughs> you think he's going to surprise you tonight well, and be like, whoopsie daisy. Nah, I, remember when I told you me behind Patreon, uh, Patreon payroll? <laughs> that'd, be the first, that'd be the first episode, bro. I'd go crazy if they brought that man back to me. I'd lose my mind, bro. <laughs> nah, I don't think it's I – don't, I don't nah, 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 In nah, November, yeah. you know, Paul George was doing really well. And their matchups against Minnesota kind – of, against Minnesota, excuse me, kind of produced those moments where you have Carl Anthony Towns saying, yo – Losing oh, fucking man. sucks. That, like, that I, I do not, not want to lose this way anymore. That that press conference, and I came on here, I think, the next day or a few days later, and we spoke about that. And I was like, I have my th- I have, you know, things to say about Cat as well, because he's got to be the leader. But mm-hmm. right after that, bro, something happened, bro. It was a spark. Something happened, bro. Like, I don't know if he was like, look, y'all niggas don't get this shit right. I'm asking for a trade <laughs> this summer. If y'all don't get this shit right, man. And and and, and said, all right, I got this. All right, I, I got yeah, y'all. Watch, watch yeah. this. And then you have oh, yes. the team that we have yeah. now. They had an incredible stretch since then. Now, a month after those those three losses that Los Angeles mm-hmm. gave Minnesota, you lose Paul George to yeah. a torn ligament in his right elbow. Right. So around that Christmas time was when he completely sat out for these next couple of months, and you didn't have any Paul George. But thankfully, the team was held down. Marcus Morris, Bobby mm. Schmurda, Luke Kennard. <laughs> Zubox, even shout out to Terrence Mann, one of the few people I ended up seeing a um ended up seeing an image past couple of days ago that said, "Yo, Terrence Mann was one of the I think it was like the four I think it was like four people this season that played at least eighty games. Terrence yeah, Mann being yeah, one, of one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Los Angeles Clippers were able to be held down balling, and bro. make playoff contention, or at least have the opportunity to fight for playoff contention in Los Angeles, about. and that's why you have the matchup in Los that Angeles. We have 
Exactly. That's why you have the matchup that you. That's why you have the matchup that you have right now. The Timberwolves ended up getting a win on Los Angeles Clippers in January, and we that was it. without Carl uh, Anthony Towns and without D'Angelo Russell. Without that well. win, this this series right here would be. It, would it be makes tough. it. It makes it hard to talk about. They're gonna look tough, at it yeah. and be like, "Damn, they got banged 4-0 when Paul George was here." And even in January, mm-hmm. you would not have had Paul George if he still lost yeah. at that point in time. Would have been difficult to be like, "Wow." The Timberwolves can 100% beat the Los Angeles Clippers tonight without seeing how much that Los Angeles has done within this regular season with Minnesota. But I will say that it actually is interesting that you do have a little bit of intel, as I do call P.J. Tucker of the Miami Heat the (laughs) intel for the Milwaukee Bucks. You have intel as well on the Los Angeles Clippers through Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Pat would definitely be uh be calling it like he sees it. Uh Pat is funny, man. I hey man, I like him, man. Is it face turn on is it face turn it's on kinda weird, bro. It's kinda weird, man. Wow, face turn Complete on turn, bro. But you know what? I always did see him as one of those players that if he was on my team, I would like defend him. But sure. when he's not, you know, you're just like So I always saw him like that, you know. So that's really funny to me that you say that. But yeah, man. Um, shout out Pat Beverly, man. He's doing his thing, man. You know, he chose the right team, bro. He might have the answers to stop a Paul George, who has returned in the past month. His return versus he Utah might. made hey, it clear that, you know, Paul, bro, you know, sometimes he has games where it could get you know, hot. Hey, it, it could, could, yeah, it could be a th- never know. It could be a 30 no. or it could be an 18. It could be a 40. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a 40 for real. 40 for real. So he's nasty when it's time to. So pause. But yeah, man, um, I don't you know, know. bro. We're going to win the game, though. We're going to win the game, bro. I'm just so fucking stunned. Why is that? I mean, you heard what I said. I had to get that in there. Is it? No, it's not. You like that? Why, 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 can't, why can't he be nasty? He can, but I don't need to know about it. We've seen the tweets. Oh, yeah, so Paul made it clear that he's ready to lock. LA into the postseason, but whoever wins tonight on TNT will get the opportunity to face the Memphis Grizzlies as you do bring up John Morant they have the to face Memphis in the 2 7. Why do you look disgusted though? No, I would ever, be absolutely, I'd be absolutely like, you know, Wolves Grizzlies, I think would oh, be a man, very I would, nice have, I would have so, yeah, I'd have so much fun, bro. I think Ant might have a 40 40 in him, man. But, <laughs> but Ant but Ant might have like 40 in that. I think he had 42 days ago. Yeah, he had 48 a few days ago, right? 49? I think so. Oh, he was one point away from 50, one, yes. Yeah, one yeah, point yeah. Away from hey, bro. I like the, seeing it at the end of the season, bro. The quotes that will come from a John Morant, Anthony Edwards first round series, Ooh. I think would actually be, be amazing. So fun, we might be have so to fun. put we might have to put this into we might have to put this into the universe, I will say. That would be insane. I mean, I'd rather see us, and this is not even like being a fan Timberwood, but I'd rather see us <laughs> versus the Grizzlies anyway, so. Oh, as opposed to the Phoenix Suns, yeah, general, you, yeah, you might want to. You know what I'm saying? My, my, yeah, my, I don't know. Not that I. They're both. They're both. Uh, you know, they they have more than our. Obviously, they're better than my team right now. Uh, but I don't want to play either of them. But I would rather take the Grizzlies. Speaking of the Phoenix Suns, we did not get to jump into this uh, before we get into the other two seven matchups. We talk about great two seven matchups. As we talk about Adam Silver and the changes that he's going to make to the in season tournament, I actually did wonder how these tournaments could alter regular season superlatives because now that there is a specific trophy that is regular season oriented is that Mm -hmm. going to change how people view things like mvp six man of the year rookie of the year 
coach of the year, so on and so forth, because as of right now, the regular season is over. Our superlatives are now going to be voted on fairly soon, mm-hmm. and it's still a controversial point on who is going to win MVP because Jokic fans and Embiid fans are fighting in the streets. Should there should there be a written rule requirement to be MVP in the league? Maybe you have to pass a certain amount of I really want to talk about this with you. I don't want to go too crazy on it because I don't think it's on our it's on our, our war report. But do you think that, you know, putting something in that kind of you know your team has to have this many wins, not like spoken just by like out of respect i'm talking about handwritten like you got these are the new rules if you want to be mvp for your team or for this league because i know it's going to get to a point where we're going to have a player come in this league and the player is going to be incredible just absolute baller shutting the league down but the team is just i don't know maybe everything around the team is just not good you know maybe they're maybe they're and you're and and your goddamn seventh ac you are not you are not mvp in my in my eyes though unfortunately i think i think it's, I think in most eyes, though, because I do I, – if you're – I know most valuable player, right? Most valuable player. Mm-hmm. So not most valuable team, but I think in order to be the most valuable player, you would have had to have been doing something for your team. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I the, just can't the – the, the advanced statistics, boys and girls, are going to make sure that Jokic gets this back-to-back oh, MVP. And it's, not, and it's not set in stone yet. I don't want to give up hope. But it, but it does it – does, the clouds feel like it, though. It, it feels it, like it the feels weather like, feels like uh, yeah good. the weather the weather feels like it's going to make its way there and <laughs> it, it's unfortunate because there are fans of the Phoenix Suns there are fans mm. specifically of Devin Booker who held down a sixty plus win team and he's not going to probably even be in the top three because Giannis is going to take that third position we yeah. had song Jaws praises obviously Jaws not in the top three and that's whatever yeah. for whichever reason that you choose to do so but Devin Booker actually has the case to be a finalist because yeah he really does you have a 60 plus Phoenix Suns team and the fourth the unfortunate thing is there have been athletes that have talked about the fact that wins in the NBA should not give you the one leg up or a huge leg up on mm-hmm. those that do not have as many of wins when it comes yeah, they, to the they, MVP conversation. They want you average in thirty six, man. And if you're and if you and if you were in the play-in three weeks ago, I do not care. <laughs> now, up. granted, Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers do not lead the East. They are fourth in the East. That's true. So that's not the easiest. And thing. he's been a he's been a top two candidate all year. So as Jokic and Embiid fans fight in the streets, the logical answer for those that say, "Well, you didn't win enough games," blah 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 blah. We look at Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns and say, hey, where the fuck is where yeah, where the fuck is Devin Booker in this conversation? He's and it's not going to happen. It's going to be Jokic and Embiid. Guaranteed going to be Jokic or Embiid. You and I feel like the weather is leaning towards yeah, yeah, Jokic. But yeah. who knows what is going to happen within these next couple of days or these next couple of weeks as superlatives are voted on and we actually get the announcement when we get the announcement of who won the 2021 MVP. But I thought it was really interesting adding an in-season tournament because in my eyes I'm thinking okay is that not going to further change how people view these superlatives <laughs> yeah well at that point you need to go ahead and put a uh, uh you know like a most valuable player in tournament and just call it a day <laughs> and just let them fight for it player of the tournament you know player of the tournament you know it happens man player of the tournament bro just let them have it there let's well, because- know you know cuz you're right that is what's going to happen you know like eventually well, there it's is somebody crazy. that could be very good on a one-on-one series for MVP. Unfortunately, he has to play tonight 
in the playing tournament. And it's really not unfortunate because he gets the opportunity to bring a team that was talked about for various reasons throughout this season. Now you can talk about them in the areas of playoff contention as our TNT intro tonight will determine who faces the highly favored Boston Celtics mm. in the NBA playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, uh, how, how do you feel about that? I think I want to start with Cleveland because Cleveland has been a very interesting team to talk about this they season. Have. We have shown have. Cleveland plenty of love this season. There's been a year. cover athlete with Darius Garland. Yeah. And although it feels like everything has been said about Cleveland's, you know, complete resurgence, the core of that established that, all the changes that they've made, the big favorite for rookie of the year. I mm. think now Evan Mobley has had enough eyes on him that it's now in NBA circles at least, it seems a little bit more solid to put him in for rookie of the year, even though sure. I do like the conversation between the Palm Beach boy Scotty Barnes. Yeah, we know. Um and the coach of the year candidate between yeah. JB Bickerstaff. Does it still feel like the Cleveland Cavaliers are not rated properly? I want to ask that. Yeah. Um I, I would I would agree to that. I think they're uh better than maybe they're being talked about, I guess. But I think that comes with the territory of kind of like what they've tried to do and then what failed and then what worked again. You know, I talking about LeBron and not that LeBron is bigger than the Cavs, but it's just Cleveland's energy has always been once LeBron left, at least since he's been in the league, it's been, the broke, it's been, it's been the projects. And then, yeah, maybe you have a get Kyrie, you know, saying, and you have some interesting situations there and maybe, maybe some chances of hope. And then LeBron comes back and you win one and then he leaves. And then you're like, mm. oh, yeah. nobody's paying attention because majority of fans are like, once you're in the lottery, you know, fans just wait for that player to get good before they, you know, really tap in to see what the fuck's going on. Mm. Um, but Cleveland just made a lot of, good moves i mean i there's nothing really like negative you can say about them uh i think they're doing what they have to do and obviously they're in this position uh which is phenomenal i'm not sure if they saw it coming but hey they drafted the the guys they went and got these guys they knew something somebody in there was you know working late you know i'm saying trying to get trying to get the best players and they did so uh they deserve all credit man i don't but yeah i would say they are probably like a little not spoken about for whatever reason well I ask this because I'm going to say we, and I'm including myself in this mm-hmm. as well, because I don't want to hashtag y'all this. This is this is something that I've also done as well with it a happens. big friend of mine who is also a Celtics fan. Shout out to Shaq, shout out to Mike. Two big Celtics fans that I talk about in person. Mm-hmm. We've, immediate, we've admittedly talked about the Nets and the Celtics as our 2-7 without giving tonight a chance as if yeah. it's pre as if it's predetermined yeah you got to be careful now it's not fully guaranteed people may just be chomping at the bit to see what this team does and when i mm-hmm. mean this team i mean the brooklyn nets last postseason was something that was very exciting between brooklyn and milwaukee huge seven game series ends in overtime mm-hmm. ends yeah. in a toe touching the line crazy had the quote that came from the etc side to eddie side to kevin as well of course yeah, um, yeah. they talked with jj reddick and the old man three team and Kevin said he knew. He knew immediately. Toe touched the line. was going to be a two. It's like, fuck. And J.J. Yeah. Reddick was like, well, you know, sometimes I can't really feel it, but I know for a fact when something is wrong. Right. Or so I did something that has just messed yeah. up the game because in my eyes I can look at everything that's going on in the court during a heated moment yeah. and know where everybody is, where I'm supposed to be. And if I step out of bounds and I catch the ball, I immediately know that I you just fucked up it. and I have to go. Well, I mean, I, you're talking about, you know, a toe a toe away you know 
Exactly. Things could have been 100% different Mm. last season if Nets and the Hawks was our Eastern Conference Finals. Now, Hawks were in a little bit of a different position than they were last year. Um, It's going to be a little bit harder for Atlanta to make the Conference Finals right now. But this team in the Brooklyn Nets was still a huge favor that people wanted to talk about and not deter away from their choice that they made in October or November of this being a finalist team because they wanted to chalk all of the mess up to everything that was going on with Kyrie Irving, (laughs) COVID, so so on and so forth. And thankfully right now, that is a little bit less of a talking point for Nets fans. So you don't have to worry about that any longer. It was funny to us in real time because I was like, wow, this is going to be the one thing that fucks up Brooklyn Nets postseason expectations. Then you get the Harden trade and everything that goes on between the beef between Philadelphia and Brooklyn. And now here we are. Kevin doesn't care who the fuck they play. He just wants to tip the ball up. Figure this shit out and get best. Brooklyn into the NBA playoffs so that they can face whoever they not necessarily choose to. But clearly, if they win tonight, you mm-hmm. get Boston, which should be an excellent series oh, between the Celtics and Bro, the Nets. It's must see, must see TV. Not bec- and not because it's playoffs. Like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Whoever see. loses, I win it. I don't want to nah, hashtag nah, nah. whoever you loses. Gotta, you just got to enjoy the whoever moment. Whoever loses, I win. It's just going to be a great series if that yeah. ends up being our 2-7. I want to put an if on it. But could you imagine, though? Let's put that if on it, right? I couldn't imagine, bro. I if really could not imagine, bro. I mean, I can imagine it, but it would be. Well, if I mean... We don't have to do that, right? Let's just yeah. let's just put do, let's just you know. No, nah, that would be crazy. No, nah, I think no, nah, no. Nah, I think it I think it's a bad. Crazy, I think it's a bad bro. idea. I think it's a bad idea. It's crazy, but I mean, we. I mean, either team can win, man. This is like, I, I like both teams, so I'm, I don't really have any. I'm not invested on either side. Brooklyn went three one during the series in some very close matches with Cleveland, including a mm-hmm. thirty six point performance from KD in okay. their win in Brooklyn a couple days ago. Well, I think it was on Friday, uh, yeah. but a one game scenario will for sure up the ante on both sides. I'm not sure if we're going to get Jared Allen tonight, but I am looking forward to a couple of things in between this match. I think this is going to be a very good battle, as we have seen some pretty close battles between Cleveland and Brooklyn throughout the four games that they played in the regular season. I want to see Darius Garland and Kyrie Irving some more. Yeah. 100%. That is going Glad to be to very it. fun to see. The performance of Evan Mobley, if you have to run center again, because if you have no Jared Allen, you got to run center like how you played center. on Friday. Got to. And I think he's going to make a very good case towards any of, if there was anything that's a little bit less doubtful from those that do not want to pick him as rookie of the year just yet, mm-hmm. I feel like tonight will probably shift a couple of opinions. It, it probably will. It probably will. Um, Although... Although the regular season's over. But yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's funny how things work that way. <laughs> you know, um, it, you know it. The shooting of Seth Curry and Patty Mills. Yeah, very important. Very, very important for Brooklyn. Of course, we're all here to see Kevin Durant and see hey, if man. he has incredible <laughs> out there. performances like he had in this postseason because that's when what we've been waiting for, there. Kevin. Best in the world. And in Cleveland's case, hopefully a bigger performance from Kevin Love compared to Friday. As you brought up Kevin Love in Minnesota. Shout out um, K-Love, man. From the past. What, what, from, if he, what if he just does it to him? You know what I'm saying? If what can okay, let, okay, let go for 45, man? Hey, you never know what can happen in a <laughs> one-game sample. Bro. If Kevin Love drops 45 <laughs> on the Brooklyn Nets and Cleveland is now the seventh seed, for what I'm throwing up, because now Brooklyn has the opportunity to be a seed. And we don't yeah, have, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I honestly don't even want to put that into existence. Let's no, not do let's, that. Just, let's just see what happens. Let's bro. not do that. Yeah, for sure. Manifesting is a very important thing when it comes to our words and our 
um, what's the best way that I can say this? Our positions mm-hmm. as black men and black women in front mm-hmm. of microphones, as we, we are getting it. slandered across Twitter and across the country, <laughs> we know that our words are the most important you know it. vessels it that we have in, in our bodies. Yeah, in history and right now. These words are powerful. And why waste those times? Why waste those sounds, those energies, those frequencies <laughs> to talk Brooklyn Nets into the eighth seed? Nah, it's not important. You're right. Let's just see you what know? happens. Let's just, let's just see what happens tonight. <laughs> let's just roll the dice. Isn't Celtics oh, Nets just God. more fun for everybody? It really, it really is. It you really know? Is. Tatum, Tatum is definitely about to do 40 plus. <laughs> So you uh, uh, night? Yeah, bro. He probably do 40 plus coming up, man. He's gonna average 40. Averaging for if Jason Tatum averages 40 against the Brooklyn Nets, I I, hey, I fairly scared to say be the careful, least. Bro. Fairly scared. To now he's gonna be he's gonna be a dog. He's gonna be a dog out there for sure. Not tonight's losers have to play on yeah. Friday. Correct. Because tomorrow night on ESPN, we're gonna have our nines and our tens play. The loser of the Wolves and the Clippers will have to play the Pelicans and the Spurs to fight for the eighth. Spurs are up 3-1 in the season series with three of them happening in the C.J. McCollum era Mm -hmm. for the New Orleans Pelicans. So fairly recent matches between the Spurs and the Pelicans. Uh, Our assessment of both teams have definitely changed since the beginning of the regular season. I I will say say again, my apologies (laughs) to Malone, the Elicans. The Elegans yeah. was they, too they, early. They played their way out of a name that never got a chance to happen. Yeah. So, it just took a little it just took a little bit of time, fairly understood. Although it's big that they're both in postseason postseason contention. The Spurs mm. want to make sure that they don't miss the playoffs for a third season in a row. Obviously, this has been a great year for the San Antonio Spurs, especially for Greg Popovich becoming the all-time most winningest coach. Yeah, NBA incredible. history. And New Orleans wants to keep their run going with or without Zion Williamson because we yeah. saw the video of him dunking. People's eyebrows went up very crazy and said, wow, looks pretty healthy enough to be able to be on the floor. We cannot Let's 100% determine it, any of that. New Orleans wants to make sure that they can do whatever they need to do, whether or not Zion is on board or not. The CJ Zion mess was a little bit of a mess that got – Pretty loud. I, I saw them on the bench together laughing it up the other day. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's over. Maybe, maybe I'm sure maybe, it's over. Maybe I'm, I'm sure. reading into the with or without Zion a little bit too much. I'm not even sure if it was that big of a deal in the first place, you know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. But New Orleans definitely wants to be able to take the bottom opportunity out of this entire play. And again, one game above the Los Angeles Lakers to be able to make it into this playing tournament and mm. turn that into a postseason berth well they will have to play the phoenix suns and yeah. the matchup against the phoenix suns will be ugly that's tough but yeah still yay you did your job though if it ends up happening that way I didn't. but whoever loses between the wolves and the clippers will have to play the winner uh <clears throat> pelican it'll be, it'll be the clippers tomorrow night it'll be the clippers, yeah, it'll be the clippers i like bro. that conf- i like that confidence yeah. I mean, it'll be the clippers bro for sure are you gonna call are you also gonna call who they're gonna face on friday between the pelicans and spurs i would prefer the pelicans <laughs> Because, you know. Somebody's got to go home tomorrow drama. night. Yeah. Somebody's got to go home tomorrow night. So Jeff is calling Clippers-Pelicans on Friday night. We'll have to see if that happens. Um, yeah. Now, the losers of Nets-Cavs will play the winner of the Hawks and the Hornets for eighth. Two identical records in the East between the Hawks and the Hornets, but two different stories 
to tell, obviously, between Atlanta and Charlotte. Hawks were two games away from the NBA Finals just last year, whereas Charlotte is trying to make its way back to the playoffs since 2016. A pretty good Mm. series between the Hornets and the Heat, where Dwayne Wade took over that entire series and yelled at a Hornets fan. Uh, They were in the play-in last year, did not have the option to advance. They were missing Gordon Hayward last year, but I think the big talking piece between this, between Atlanta and Charlotte, it's going to be the offense because both of these teams can just shoot the fucking hey, lights out. Yeah, yeah, they're hot, man. Um, but you know, they shoot themselves out of the game too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be careful here. Everything's got to be precise in this one. So defense is going to be – defense could end up being a concern. Trey's name continues yeah. to be in conversation for the best point guard in the game. And I mean, so much so that it's getting into uh, one of the best players in the NBA as well ended up having a very good stat. I wish I had the stat on me right now. Jesus, um, I think he led in points and a, it was a total points and assists. The first player mm. to ever do that since the NBA ABA merger or yeah, something like that, or it might be the first yeah. NBA player in history. One of those cool stats that bigs right, up Trey right, Young right. and these uh, these nice little conversations of him being the top over Ja or over whomever <laughs> that Last you would time. like to give as far <laughs> as best point guard in the league. But those conversations can continue. Um, Atlanta's offensive prowess between Herder, Bogdanovic, mm-hmm. uh, even though Clint Capella isn't part of that big offensive performance that can get to use three-pointers at all, uh, Clint Capella is very yeah, interested he's, he's in different. the advancement of the Atlanta Hawks because he yeah. says that compared to last year, it feels like we are much more hungrier than we were last year. And again, it's an Atlanta Hawks over two years. They've been, two they've been quiet, away. man. Yeah, quiet, been, it's it's a little bit of a quiet grind. It sometimes you kind of want to. Sometimes you kind of want to wait until this moment to be able to do so. But True. when you are two wins away to get to the NBA Finals, you are probably very hungry. But you don't yeah, want to jinx anything be. or risk anything until you have the option to actually fight for it. So we'll have to see what happens with Atlanta. Charlotte can produce crazy numbers too. RTBMB, one hey, of the man. favorites for most improved player. I gotta go for him. Lamelo Ball's doing great. Rozier, got it. Oubre, and of course. Gordon Hayward that you did not have last year in the play-in tournament. You have those to fight the Atlanta Hawks right now. But with all that said, <laughs> Hayward around all them guys is so funny, bro. But uh, in front of all the hey, he might hey, be bro. rapping. He might be rapping a couple RTB records. You never Damn. know. You think he off the Trump shit? That he moved on? Was he actually? Was part? he? Was he like guaranteed? On, he was confirmed <laughs> on that, right? I'm pretty sure. Or was, he or was that, <laughs> I don't was know that, if it was Cap or not. We just ran with it. Said, was that hashtag nigga said? <laughs> I don't know if we just ran with it, and it was sure or not, but that he donated, bro. I seen a I seen a photo of a Heat fan that posted uh, the 2017, 28. Was it? I think it was the 2018 season that we tried to court Gordon Hayward into coming into the Miami Heat. Uh-huh. Said, "Wow, we were down bad that season." <laughs> All confirmed. <laughs> All Come confirmed. On, but things are much better than they were. Yeah, then. I mean, you know, Gordon Hayward was a good player. Now, with all that said, two of these teams go home tomorrow with the final chances for the NBA playoffs on Friday night on ESPN and TNT on Friday before the playoffs begin finally and thankfully on Saturday afternoon. There's two series that we actually have set in stone right now. I'm so ready for this moment. Well, it it just speaks to kind of how long we have to wait to get to this moment. Shorten seasons, season, shorten seasons, yes, will definitely help with that. But this yes, is what people lock into. Obviously, 
after Super Bowl, a lot of these things happen just in general, where a lot of the foot uh, a lot of the football fans start paying more attention toward yeah. the NBA. But it would be very nice if we were a little bit closer to the NBA. And I, when I say me, when I say we, I mean the NBA just in general, closer to the postseason around that time. Yeah, so they kind of yeah, we get our breaks during the same time period. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Those those yeah. things are entertaining. But again, this is just us spitballing and throwing things yeah. to the wall. I yeah. do not envy anybody within the NBA front office that actually has to make these decisions. And no, of I'm course, sure it sucks. Yeah. Most importantly, I do not envy the commissioner of the NBA in Adam Silver. But hopefully in their case, the 2022 postseason ends up being something that is exciting and something that we could specifically tell our story on. Again, the bet is still on the line for me. If the Utah Jazz win the NBA championship, <laughs> I get an asterisk tattooed in the middle of my forehead. So we will have to see what happens with that. But we cannot have the Utah Jazz in the final in the finals, period. Not forget winning. I feel forget like winning. I feel like the past couple of weeks have actually guaranteed that I will not have an asterisk in my forehead, but I don't want to speak in definitives just yet. So we'll have to be careful. We'll have to wait and see. But Saturday, 1 p.m. Kick off your Saturday afternoon with the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. That is game one. That's going to kick off for Saturday afternoon. I I mean, I guess I'll kick off with that. Yeah. You're why, too- why, why, why is that? Why? They, they, they know what it is. Just in case you know, <laughs> you got to hit total wine for, for, for your bottle first. You Quick put it out with me and Mavericks. Really Just in case you took too long of a nap. <laughs> This is you in case can you wake up, to, catch the end of this one, and then uh, really shit, get to playoffs it. on. Oh fuck! You know it's late night. You go to Yo, bed at like five. Timeline definitely going to be like sluggish. Like with <laughs> <you know, laughs> definitely going to be sluggish. We go to bed at like five o'clock. Wake up at twelve thirty. Oh shit! Playoffs. Okay. Uh, let's get it, man. One o'clock. It's time. Wait okay. a minute. What game is it? Oh, I'll take another hour and a half. Fuck it. Two two minutes left in the fourth. Okay, let me lock in. <laughs> <laughs> is that gonna be the uh, niggas, bro? Right, I might not watch that one all the way. We stream at one o'clock. I'll be good. At, I'll be good at three. Three thirty is gonna be the two seven matchup between the Memphis Grizzlies and whoever ends yeah, up being. I'm there. Right. You know, I'm locked in for that one, bro. It's whatever. We will find that out tonight. That game will be played game one Saturday three thirty on ESPN. Nice. Six p.m. is game one of the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. James Harden has been getting slandered all week. Do you want to add on top of that? No. We'll see if James Harden... Not anymore. We already know what's up. We'll see if Harden continues to stink it up, even though I am very excited for Joel Embiid versus Pascal Siakam. Um, Yeah, that's going to be fun. Big, big stuff for Pascal Siakam in NBA Twitter circles within this past week. We'll see if he ends up uh, getting the credentials for a very good season for Pascal Siakam uh, as superlatives are being uh, voted on. 8.30 on ABC. We still have our ABC game, so I don't think playoffs changes that. The Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets game one, 8.30 on like that. ABC. That will end your That's Saturday fun. night. Uh, Sunday is all to be determined, but you can expect Miami to know who they are going to play for eighth. Mm. That will happen on Sunday. What do you want, man? What do you want, man? Uh, you what, know, who do you want, man? Who do you want? Not the universe. I, I don't know who I want, but... I know for a fact that I will shorten my voices, my energies mm-hmm. to ensure that I am not speaking too many things into existence. That should not happen between the one and the eight. So we will see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see Good what job. happens on Sunday. Yeah, don't go too crazy. The two and the seven. Mm-hmm. 
will follow that. So Boston Celtics will definitely play on Sunday. Uh, the Phoenix Suns will play later in the night. So whoever ends up being the eighth, you will play the Phoenix Suns on Sunday night. And our only guaranteed series on Sunday, the Milwaukee Bucks, the reigning defending NBA champions, Amen. will face the Chicago Bulls in game one, which would be a pretty interesting season for those that's, that rode for the Chicago one. Bulls all season and yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks fans that want to see Shout out Zach, man. that rain. Shout out Zach, man. Hey, if Zach and Damar. Hey, man, exactly. all, my guys, all my guys in the playoffs finally. Wiggins too, bro. We Think all here, bro. Hey, hey, long time coming. We all here. K-Love even in this bitch, bro. Long time coming for Timberwolves fans. This is Incredible, probably bro. our most exciting playoffs <laughs> ever between Jeff and I. For real. For hashtag for local real. love. Hashtag local love is eating this yeah. season compared to yeah, what it was in real, uh, 2018 bro. and Seriously. going on. But there's a lot that's going on. We're going to make sure that we keep you updated with it at RSPN on RNC. For those that want to tap in with myself, with Jeff and the anonymous RSPN admin, we will continue to talk about and share everything that is going on throughout the league on our Twitter page. Of course, you can follow us both on Twitter at Old Newsboy and at my man MC as well. We'll keep you updated with some Twitch information, we're going to hammer out those details and let That's you right. know the next time that, 2K we, on here. that we jump on. on. Jeff is going to keep 2K on there. Um, I'm, keep it off a little bit. I'm going to situate a couple of things here on <laughs> this end as well to make sure that our Twitch experience will also be very nice. We'll talk to you next week, yo. Yeah, man. Yes. See it, man.